Hi, my name is Joseph Derso, and this is Late Night Litter and Chatter. I'm a freshman at UK in Lexington, Kentucky, and as I have learned throughout this year, many things come with being a college student, mostly things like a cheap budget. My budget placed me in the housing situation that I am now, and I'm not really a big fan of it. Um, I've gotten a bit frustrated with the state of my current place, and I felt that other students like myself might be feeling the same way. Loud parties at my neighbor's houses keep me up at night. The parties I can honestly get over because at least it's only on the weekends. The litter, however, particularly bothers me, mostly because I have a couple of dogs. <coughs> on walks, it has become apparent how much of an issue the litter is. Watching my dogs try to sniff at broken glass and get into trash is mostly well, brought it to my attention, but there are some really outrageous things I know on the side of the road near my place. Like a Target sharp shopping cart or a Cinderella, car- Cinderella carriage for a small child. As well as couches and other furniture. At first I thought the couches were just trash that people were throwing out, but they haven't been moved from the side of the curb in weeks. And I really just want to know why there was constantly all this pollution besides the obvious reasons obviously there's so much litter because people around here just don't throw away their trash and there are a lot of parties however i want to know if what i'm going through applies to my neighbors and other college students in general my first thoughts brought me to the conclusion that it might be just simply the amount of people that live around me usually more people means more pollution well not always according to nasa and gabriel m hubson Population density and pollution have no link in terms of visible pollution, not air pollution. However, an article by NASA mentioned that in places that have good demographics, visible pollution was not as prominent. This article gave me the example of New York City, somewhere that's very densely populated, you would think would have a lot of litter. However, it's not the case. Since the city has good demographics, it makes money and they spend a good bit of it on picking things up. Gabriel Hudson spoke of an experiment regarding a relatively densely populated area. This experiment was conducted by a couple of people at the University of South Alabama. They went around to the most densely populated areas of a city as well as the least densely populated and found the link between population density and pollution to be non-existent. However, they did find that most pollution was found in areas with poor demographics and near roadways. I suppose this makes sense, though. The nicest part of cities are often kept nice while the regions with low-income housing and poverty kind of have to fend for themselves. This idea was even more apparent when I started considering the area that I live in. It's nothing but low-income housing, and I live right next to a roadway. Moreover, most college students that don't live in dorms live in areas like mine. And in terms of poverty and crime, well, there have been several Amber Alerts regarding armed and dangerous people on 
be smacked since I moved in in August. However, all this does not necessarily answer my question. I wanted to see where these people and students were coming from. What was their thought process? Why do they just litter? I often, I know that I often have difficulties with my landlord in terms of them fixing things in a timely manner and just keeping the area around my residence nice. Since I moved in, the grass, bushes, and shrubs have been cut once, which causes problems for my dogs. Also, the parking at my place is a little bit ridiculous sometimes. Often, there will be a bunch of cars in the parking lot without passes, and they won't get towed. And this leaves me nowhere to park. In order to determine why my area was so full of litter and other undesirables, I caught up with a couple of students. One of them from the University of Kentucky and one of them from Eastern Kentucky University. I want to know if they had the same issues and concerns as me. Here's the student I met in Richmond. Hi, I'm Joseph Durson. I'm interviewing Isaac Brown as my interview number one. Um, Isaac, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, I go to, I'm an EKU student, Eastern Kentucky University, and uh, I live close to campus in a low-income region. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about where you live? Just Do you like it? Do you dislike it? What do you like about it? What do you dislike about it? Yeah, so uh, there are a few things I like and dislike about the area I'm living in. Um, I really like how it's close to campus. It's about like a five to ten minute walk to get to campus, like a two minute drive. So uh, that's nice. But uh, it's also a very populated area. There's a lot of houses and a lot of people that live in this area. So there's often like a lot of cars in the road and just a lot of people around. So oftentimes there's a pretty good amount of noise. How does how does where you live now compare to where you lived before college? Well, that's actually an enormous difference because uh, my house before college was kind of out in the country in a, in a rural neighborhood. Like There are other houses in the neighborhood, but there's a lot of land separating them and not a lot of people. So when you make a jump to a place where I'm living now or there's a lot of people and a lot of houses and apartments really close together. It's a, it's a big difference. Yeah. Um, would you say that there's um, a lot of parties at these different houses in your area? There are a lot of parties. Um, there's a lot of frat houses and, and sorority houses around here. So as you could take from that, there would be a lot of parties going on. And there's also just regular college students living here and and they're having parties too whenever you're um outside walking around like like most prominently after these parties do you notice a lot of litter and uh, visible pollution just all over the place yeah i actually do notice that there is oftentimes like and almost any time I'm outside, I'll always see some litter somewhere, even sometimes in my front yard when it's not my litter. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of just trash laying on the in the middle of the street or in the grass next to the street. Just there is a lot of litter. Do you uh, what, how would you describe your relationship with your landlord? Uh, well, 
it's pretty good. Um, uh, we, uh, like, talked and, and saw her a lot whenever we were first moving in and getting everything set up. But since then, we, whenever, if we need something, if something breaks down around here, we'll uh, contact her. But uh, we don't talk to her that much. Would you say they take care of the area well, including possibly the other landlords of the houses near you? Yeah, um, I, I know that they uh, they keep good care of our uh, front lawn yeah. and uh, and keep it generally clean. But I noticed that in some areas around here that that doesn't happen all so much, like lawns that are crazy and haven't been mowed in a while and just trash everywhere. But ours does a pretty good job of that. No. All right, well, that's all I really have for you today. Thank you for uh, being a part of it. Yeah, man, of course. I found it kind of nice that not everyone has to put up with troubling landlords, such as Isaac. However, I found many of his answers that he told me in his situation were very similar to my own. Just like in my area, he notices moderate to severe amounts of visible pollution. And although he may have a good landlord he still notices not everyone does just from looking around at their lawn and house also like my area there were lots of parties and he even noticed the most trash after these parties i feel this highlights the issues of the type of environments people like us have to live in and it shows that it applies to other areas than my own now that i now i've already spoken on a bit about my area i want to know what my neighbors think so i sat down with one of them uh, for my interview number two, I've decided to interview one of my neighbors. Her name is Carson. Uh, Carson, can you tell me a little about a little bit about where you live? Like, what are you near? What do you What do you like to do? I live on East Maxwell Street, which is connected to South Lime. I'm pretty close to Northern Campus, where like the Student Center is, and then I'm also close to Downtown Lexington, and I like to. Sometimes go and walk to the restaurants on South Lime and eat with friends. So, would you say that you like living at your current residence? I like the location, but the apartment isn't in the best conditions, I would say. Um, it's very old, and a lot of the things aren't upkept. Like, when we first moved in, there was plywood around the toilet and we had to wait about a month to get actual tiling in our bathroom and there's also a massive crack in the bottom of our shower that leaks into the downstairs unit and that hasn't been fixed since we've moved in and I've lived here since August. Now do you have well I wouldn't really say issues but do your um neighbors ever bother you with noise and parties and stuff they are pretty noisy more towards the weekends like I usually mind my own business but there's been a couple times when I've been trying to study and you know get schoolwork done and I just can't focus because I hear a lot of like loud music would you say that takes a little bit of a mental toll on you it does cause stress I mean schoolwork is already stressful enough and trying to get it done while you hear a bunch of stuff can cause a lot of anxiety um now compared to where you live pre-college what are the main differences between here and there well I used to live in a neighborhood 
with an HOA and so you had to keep up your property and if you didn't the HOA would either like find you or contact you but here nothing's really upkept somebody left a broom in my front yard like three weeks ago and it's still sitting there the so, garbage is everywhere so you would say there's a lot of visible pollution around where you live quite a bit yeah <laughs> now is it always like really bad or is it just like really bad on weekends i mean it's usually pretty bad but they pick up the garbage on sundays so it's not horrible during the week but it does get worse on the weekends uh-huh. okay now i heard you um have a few complaints about like your shower and other stuff like you were talking about earlier with your apartment um how would you say those things have affected your relationship with your landlord? Um, for starters, I feel like there is a pretty large communication barrier. I mean, I only talk to them through email, and things don't get done in a timely fashion. And that just leads to frustration on both sides. And also, we're college students, and we're just trying to get by. And stuff is expensive, and I feel like that doesn't really matter to them as much and they don't see our perspective on that like I had a $150 water bill and we don't even have a washer and dryer like that's just not how much our utility should be but our landlords really weren't working with us like there's obviously a leak somewhere but they wouldn't do anything to help out would you imagine that um your and my other neighbors have similar issues with their landlords? More than likely. I mean, I'm pretty sure that our landlords are in charge of a lot of the college housing around. It's, like, either mine or, like, I've seen a couple others. Like, when I was looking for an apartment, I noticed that I was reaching out to the same companies. Yeah. Um, would you say dealing with these issues have, like, just made you not really want to take care of the place that much since your landlord isn't willing to put in the same amount of effort i mean probably i there, i don't feel like picking up my lawn because the it's just dirty all the time and things are broken around here and i don't think i should be the one to have to fix it you know yeah well um that's all the time i have today thanks for the interview yes sir my neighbor had most of the same issues I had and more, really. Her interview goes to show what it's like dealing with difficult landlords who won't always work with you. It also shows that if the situation between a landlord and a leaser is bad enough, then the area being taken care of by the two will not be upkept, which helped place me in the minds of my neighbors and see where they're coming from. I was also able to see the effect of noise pollution on these people. Um, according to the Team Serral study, noise pollution can cause mental health issues such as depression, mild deafness, and more. Many students experience these issues in college because it is a stressful time, and maybe if our living conditions were a little bit better, we would have less stress and less mental health struggles. Carson mentioned it was frustrating trying to study while dealing with all the noise, and this has often caused her anxiety. Overall, it has become clear that many people in my area and others living near college campuses and low-income regions just don't seem to care about the state of their area. However, it seems to me that everyone could benefit from a clean area that is free from pollution. Hopefully next time we will be able to catch up with some of these landlords. This has been Late Night 
Glitter and Chatter, and thank you for tuning in.